This is Reverend Chuck Blair. Welcome to our weekly podcast on New Church Live. Great again to have you to have you here today, and and this is a launch of a, of a new series, and it's it's about like how do we get at peace with the puzzle, finding grace for the season we are in. And we're going to look at that word peace in an unabashed way where we look at it both ways, both in terms of of like peace, P-I-E-C-E, and P-E-A-C-E as well. And how is it that we find peace? And this is a really important topic. Let me give you guys an example here. Take a look at this list. So a couple of times at New Church Live, we've done things where we've had people write down prayers and bring them up front. And then, and then I, I leave through the prayers. You know, it's, it's done in, a, in an anonymous way. So I'm not sure always who's praying for what. But, but there's some real themes there. So what I have is I, have, I went through the list. And I probably have close to 400 prayers sitting on three by five cards. I went through the list and I broke it up by, by what it is that people pray for. Relationships, forgiveness, joy, peace, compassion, love, patience, sobriety, health, and humility. Now what I want you to do is I want you to talk to a neighbor or you can text it into me. What do you think the top three are? And if you get the top three, if you get the top three, Jennifer Allen's gonna take you to Bertucci's. So, so give her a round of applause, so generous. Thank you, Jennifer. So, so see if you can come up with the list of the top three and then see Jennifer for your prize right after church. Go ahead. All right, folks. Are you ready for the answers here? Here's what the three answers are. Peace, relationships, and love. Did anybody get it? Oh, close. All right, you get an appetizer for Tucci's. Somebody said they were close, Jennifer. That's what the... You got it? Oh, there you see, perfect, right there, right there. Uh, you know, and for the youngie family, a growing family, that'll be a good meal out. So, you know, and imagine that trinity, folks, like peace, relationships, and love. And just imagine in our lives that, that our lives could kind of spin around those three, right? That we really had peace, and we really had these relationships that were, that were working the way we felt they should, and, and, and that love, and that, that those three kind of came together. But the challenge of life is this. How often do all those pieces fit? And doesn't our life a lot of the time feel a lot like that? I want you to notice the hand raising in here. I want everyone to raise their hand who currently, your puzzle has every piece fitting in the exact right spot. Please raise your hand. (laughs) See, and that's where you can feel totally at home at New Church Live. Because none of us pretend that it somehow all fits. It doesn't all fit. It doesn't all fit. And, and how is it that we can learn eventually to, to come to terms with that? So I want to talk to you a little bit about that, that missing piece. And, and we're going to be moving through the service about how maybe we can handle it. So I think we sit, I'm going to be sitting down over here. We, we sit in our life this way. We have something in our life. And, you know, think about what it is for you. That, that this piece just won't fit with this piece. Maybe it's a relationship, right? Maybe it's something where, you know, I, I really feel like I really love this person, but, but it just isn't reciprocated. Or, or last week's service, I mean, a huge heartbreaking one with addiction is, I really love this person who's an addict in my life, and I can't be around them right now. Huh. 
Yeah, how do you put those pieces together? We, how many of us struggle with, with work? Like, you know, I, I really want my job to feel fulfilling, but you know what? It just isn't. I, 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 I come home and I'm just, I'm barking at my kids and I'm angry and I'm stressed. It just, the pieces just aren't fitting. So, so we end up with, with this kind of piece. Now, first off, for the kids in here, this is what Pastor Chuck tried to do. He, I'm not an arts and crafts guy. And I realize there's a two-year-old going, I could do better, and you're right. You could. All right? Enough said. So we look at these two pieces. We go, they could never fit. They're two different colored pieces. They're two different shapes. There's no way, shape, or form that these two go together. And, and so that's where we sit. Now, the, the challenge for this, folks, is that, that that's where our mind starts to get really clouded when the pieces don't fit. Here's a beautiful definition from the new church about what hell actually is. I'm going to have you say the last two words of it. Hell is when we are caught up in our own... When we're caught up in our own self-image. So don't think of like a demon with pitchforks. Think of you caught up, ready for this, in your own really bad story. All of you have it, at least all of you that I know. We have that really, and you can access it right now. Go right to that bad story. It's a story you recited this morning. You probably said it last night. You've probably said it over and over again. And, and it kind of, here's our core. Here's the noise. It's where we circle around out here in the noise. And, and just notice, I really want you to notice this. I want you to notice this. Notice how easy it is to sustain that story. To sustain that story. I can have someone say something, you know, like, like relatively kind or unkind, but I can fixate on that for months. Spend my whole life around that. I can have a worry where the pieces don't come together, and I can just take that little worry, and I can just like, oh, oh, dear God, please no. You know, I can just spin and spin and spin and spin and spin. Here's the honest truth for me, probably not for a lot of you. The honest truth for me as your pastor, I cannot do that with joy in my life or peace. This is where I live. This is where I visit. I, I live in this place of spinning around. I don't tend to live in this place where I'm actually out of my own self-pity story into a place where, where actually I feel like I'm alive. Where I feel like I'm at peace. Where I feel like I have joy, the relationships are working the way that, I, that, that they, they should be. I, I rarely feel that way. And so when I spin around out there, oftentimes it builds up a, this large amount of anger because I get frustrated that, that despite how hard I work, listen to that carefully, despite how hard I work, the pieces won't go together. Folks, just imagine that these were two cars, and I'm trying to bring it together. Is smashing them together harder going to make it work better? Is it? No. And, and in my mind, what I tend to think is I tend to, I tend to fill in the blank. You know, this piece would match up with this piece if this, this, and this happened. All I need are for those things to happen, Lord, and then I'll be good. The only thing that's the problem and this is the N word, you're going to throw it in here. Those pieces never will fit. I'll never find that missing piece. 
Because ready? That's my agenda, not God's agenda. So I have to look at this maybe a little bit differently. I, you know, again, I love that song that Mary started with, you know, that, that, we, that we get humbled as our plans fall apart, as the pieces don't. And, and then we eventually get to a point where we move, and some of you have heard me say this before, but it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful idea where we, where we move from willfulness to willingness, where we, where we allow the missing piece to be. Because if we don't, anger will start anger, frustration, complaint. All that stuff will start to grow. And our lives will actually look a lot like this. You know, life all of a sudden becomes like this snarly, angry thing. We're always on the defensive. We always feel like life is charging at us like this. And guess what? I think when I'm in that place, I think that's how I look to other people. You know, granted a little less hair. But, but, but that's kind of how I look to other people. I look kind of angry and frustrated and like, does this ring true with anybody out there? You know, I imagine it, it probably does with a few of you. And yet there's a way that maybe we can start to see that differently. Maybe there's a way we can start to move out of our own story and, and start to see that lion differently. Uh, you know that idea, yeah, that the, maybe the lion can actually sleep. You know, that, that we, want to, to, we want peace, but if we want peace, please say the words be peace. So again, so I can hear it as far away as Florida and the Philippines. If we want peace, we must, peace. We must be peace. We must be peace. We must be at peace. That's it, a big concept and one that we, we have to sort of reorient ourselves because I think a lot of that, we're, we're constantly caught back and forth. I got this beautiful little text backstage from, from someone who's watching us online and, and she said, you know, Chuck, I'm a spinner too. I love that. I'm a spinner too. I think a lot of us are and, and maybe there's a way we can leave this behind and, and maybe look to hold our lives a little bit differently. And that's what we're going to talk about here. I think it starts with this, and, and you know, language is beautiful, but I think in our culture, we read through things so fast, so fast, that we can read through it literally for 50 years and not get it. And then all of a sudden, you read it when you're 50 years old, and it's like, oh, what a difference that little word makes. And it's this little word. Peace is when we are content in God. Hmm. See, that's interesting. That's not the way I do it, by the way. I do it, peace is when we are content or when I am content with God. Like with God's results. Like happy with the score. That makes sense? You know, where, where like, I, I mean, imagine, imagine this, like my wife, such a great mom. Imagine I had that crazy view, which I do sometimes like, I'm currently happy with my wife. You know, like, like she's out there versus saying I'm happy in relationship. Two very different things. I, I, I think folks, this is so packed with spiritual knowledge. I have no idea what more to say, but, but it's like, you could go home and sit on this and pray on this for a day and maybe start to get it. I think the best of Christianity, the best Christian literature out there, they always refer to that in God or in Christ, in Christo, in Christ. 
and content. I live, breathe, and move in Christ. Now, obviously, they're not talking about a body, you know, a figurative, literal body. They're talking about Jesus Christ in terms of, in terms of God. You know, in the new church, what we do is we, we pull all those beautiful parts of Christ back up into God. And, and that idea that there's a collection there and that, that we are in that and our job is to slowly allow ourselves to be in that. And again, of course, we're in it already, but, but life, I think, is so much coming awake to that we're in God. Because in that place, the lion looks a whole lot different. If you read C.S. Lewis, you know what I'm talking about. The lion looks a whole lot different. These pieces, folks, I, I think are really significant and, and, and really big in terms of, of how we start to understand peace because then we can start to see peace as new church theology has it as being these things. Peace is the source of all joy. Peace is, is God affecting everything. Say the J word. Is God affecting everything with joy? You know, I, like, like peace to me is, is I, I tend to think of it as like being asleep. It's not being asleep. Ready? Listen, 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 listen. Take a note on this. Peace is not being asleep. Peace is being joyously awake. You know, again, you think about, you know, that word spinner. You know, imagine we spun around that one. I think life would be a whole lot more joyful for many of us. Now, I, I want to give you a, a Bible story here, folks, that, 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 that talks about it real short. We're going to look at part, part of it this week, part of it next week. This is a story in the New Testament. Now, the New Testament, again, we have a lot of people here who are new to Christianity. Remember, a number of you probably have never been in church before. Totally fine. Um, you know, Christ lived about 2,000 years ago. He died about 30 AD. And then a number of his, of his disciples started founding this movement called the Way or Christianity. Uh, about 40 years into that, a, a a Pharisee, a clergy member, Jewish clergy member by the name of Paul, sort of caught the bug, left all, all his stuff behind and started preaching this. He writes a lot of the New Testament. And he wrote one letter, and it's a letter called Philippians. It's a letter called Philippians. And this is an interesting piece because Paul had been way up here. He had been one of the elite in his culture. And then all of a sudden, he, he realizes, wow, there's something more. There really is something to this Christianity, this in Christ, this in Christo. His life breaks open. He leaves that all apart. But anytime you leave that all behind, you're going to get into deep doo-doo. You're going to get into trouble. You know, love is a joyous disruption in our life, and it really is a disruption. So he ends up actually being imprisoned. And so he's writing this letter from prison. This is not, not, a real, not a real long letter. He's writing this letter, and then it comes towards the end of the letter. And what he does is he offers these beautiful words. And just, just listen. This is where, like, what, what I, I used to, when I, some of you know, actually one of my former Pocono Mountain students is here, um, which is always fun. I, you know, when I was teaching the Poconos, I used to say full body listening. You know, like, can you listen with your full body? So listen to these words with full body listening. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Remember, this guy's writing from prison. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, 
But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. In other words, we won't be able to figure it out. Which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds. And notice the word there, folks. Guard guard your hearts and your minds in. There's that in word again, right? Not with. You won't be happy with God. You'll actually be in God. In Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. In other words, spin around something different. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. And the God of peace will be with you. That is stinking beautiful. Imagine writing that from prison. As far as I know, nobody in this current audience is currently incarcerated, right? How many of you could write that today? Probably not a whole lot. I couldn't, you know, because I'd be listing all the things that are wrong in my life. Here's a guy who everything has been stripped away. Power, prestige, and possessions. The three Ps. Power, prestige, and possessions. All gone. And he's happier than he's been in his entire life. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. And what does he say in terms of of how we do that? Uh, He offers that to become at peace, he says, look, rejoice. And then he says, can we say these next two words really loud? Be gentle, gentleness evident to all. See that God is near, right beside you. Don't be anxious, be grateful. You could pick, you know, this is one of those ones, you know, if I had a a camera phone, I'd take a picture of this. I I don't know which one will work for you, but I think any of those five will start to help you put it together. Any one of those five will start to move you towards peace. But the one I really want to focus on is that concept of gentleness and how that really works. So what I want to do is is I'm going to show you how I imagine that the the puzzle might actually start to come together and and to give you a task moving forward. Because I I think sometimes, you know, a list of five, five things is way too many things to do. Let's just try doing this one. Now, Now, you guys know on the internet when people post things and then they say, wait for it, right, on the internet... I want you all to say, wait for it here when I point to you. Can you all say that? Give me a yes, please. Yes, all right. I'm going to ask you to just, because this is going to take me a second here. All right, can you guys all say, wait for it? it. Say it again. One more time. This time with meaning. Thank you. Uh, That's it. Yeah, that's it. Maybe, just maybe, gentleness is the missing piece. Maybe, just maybe, gentleness is the missing piece. Just just imagine, folks, again, like like we take our relationships and and we start to live that way. And we we start to say, okay, well, look, there's there's this person and, and I wish it was this, but it's this. And I can't. Lord, for the life of me, Lord, you humble me. Like, for the life of me, I just want it to come together. And you can't. 
Our, our, our Western mind says, no, no, you can. No, you can. Joel Osteen, making no commentary, sometimes says that thing. I don't agree with that all the time. But, you know, that, that, that we, we can just, we just do these things and all of a sudden we'll go, I, I don't think, I, my, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I know for a lot of you, because you come to see me, like, do you really want a list? Can I really give you a list that's going to return that loved one? Can I give you a list that's going to make it all better? Can I give you that list where you'll have a dream job and feel fulfilled? Can I give you that list where finally she says, I love you too? Probably not. But what I can and what you can, what we can offer is gentleness. Just gentle. Gentle with those pieces that don't fit in our life where we see this and this. Gentle with situations in our life where it's like, oh, I so much want this, but this is where we are. Gentle with the tension in between the two. And folks, 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 folks. Can you be gentle, especially here? With yourself. Can you be gentle with yourself? Can you be gentle with that scared part of you that sits here, that you brought them here today, that scared part of you that's constantly trying to fit it together? Can you even be gentle there? Not shaming this part of you, not telling you that this part of you is wrong, but understanding this is part of you and even there. What God asks is simple gentleness out there into the world. We have to think about that, folks. We have to consider that part of our job because that, that gentleness can become that, that sort of that rain that comes over our lives and we become more and more that unanxious presence out there into the world. And see, it's so easy in the Western mind to think, well, wait, that's not the answer. That's not the five things you need to do. And, and, and it's not that there aren't things to do, folks. I mean, obviously, there are. There are things to do. There, we, you know, we have to meet our budget. There, there are all those practical things, you know? When you pull out your checkbook, I'm saying, don't be gentle. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a fact of life at New Church Live. Like, that's a fact, right? But still, can we be gentle? Can we be gentle? You ready for a task? Who can you be gentle with today? Who can you write that gentle note to? Who can you offer that gentle touch to? Where can gentleness show up in a way in your life where you feel like the pieces aren't getting together? I just can't get them together, and so you've put them down, but you're like, nope, I'm going to go back to those pieces, but this time I'm not trying to mash them. I'm just trying to find a gentleness that will do that. You ready for a really bad plan, words? 
Then, this is so bad, but just laugh and some of you will think it's brilliant, which is good. Then the missing piece becomes the missing piece. Either that's bad or profound, take your pick. The missing piece becomes the missing piece. That's where we start to understand the genius of people like Paul writing a letter from prison. From prison. Where clearly he got that peace was not about where you are. It was about how you are. It's profound stuff. I close with this. Maybe this is hard to get words around. There's, there's a way in which we can let go of a certain paradigm in this world, a certain orientation in this world of, of fixing, controlling, making things happen according to the way we want them to happen. Maybe there's a way we can surrender that and to just go, yep, these pieces don't fit. And they never will. And maybe that's okay. Because maybe what God is gifting me with those pieces that don't match is to find the piece that does match, which is the piece of gentleness. Could I get an amen? Something for us to think about this week. Something for us to celebrate on this Mother's Day and throughout. So I'd ask you now to please join me in prayer. I'm actually, let's, let's, because it's Mother's Day, let's stand up and pray, you know, and then we're all going to sing one love as we finish, as we finish church today. So please join me for a prayer for gentleness. So Lord, we do stand in a place where we are humble. Humbled, Lord, by our lives, humbled by our situations, humbled by our losses, humbled by our pain, humbled by where there are misses, those parts that don't fit. Lord, allow us, maybe even just for an hour today, to put that down and to instead pick up the missing piece. That peace that comes with gentleness, that peace of the gentle rain, that peace of the beautiful spring, that gentleness, Lord, that gentleness, that gentleness that helps us connect with others, connect with ourselves, Lord, that allows us to be off the hook and to be here. Not content with you, Lord, like something out there, but content in you, in Christo, in Christ, in you. We have our meaning, our being, our words, our language, our love in you. Lord, allow us to become more and more aware and settled and moved by that. Into a world that knows no peace, Lord, allow us to offer peace. And allow it to start with this. Not with needing to be right. But let it start with this. The blessing. The blessing of being gentle. 
of being part, Lord, of that one love. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. You can support this podcast at www.newchurchlive.tv. 